0: listening
1: to the two marks exclusively on the pod station.
0: listeners to a new show brought to you by the two marks. This time we're embarking on a vicarious journey of discovery through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hold on to your hats as we follow one person's experiences watching all 25 movies in chronological order. This time we are reviewing Iron Man 2. Welcome to the Marvel Marathon, aka the, the Marvel Rewatch Show. <laughs> Finally, we got it right. It was always right. And who are you?
1: <laughs> Five episodes. Let me introduce
0: I an interruption. <laughs> Let- <laughs> Let me introduce my friend and co-host, not the person talking, Mr Mark Pollard
2: Hey mate, Hiya. he's got a weird twitch when he gets his intro introduced I've noticed that his brain just slightly starts to melt a I'm, to I'm good, how are you? I'm alright thanks, yeah Looking forward to talking about this one after the bit of
0: disappointment that was the Hulk. Any film after this last one would have been an improvement, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, <laughs> A it rectal though. examination would have sufficed. <laughs>
0: Holy shit. To find the SIM card.
2: <laughs> Let's not go down that route again. We fully <laughs> utilised all the jokes.
0: We really did. Anyway, who is this person talking and taking over the airwaves? Introduce <laughs> <laughs> this
2: Gagarinna. Well, as you've alluded to, the person whose journey we're following is the wonderful Ishtar, who's going through the Marvel Universe for. For the first time, we're gigging in on her journey yes. so that she can gig in on our life. Yeah. Loving how confident she's found her voice since we did the Hulk.
0: I know. She didn't do anything last week other than just go, yes, no, I don't know. I know. Shit, shit. Yeah. yeah, the word yeah. shit was used shit. a
2: few times. We probably got qualified as an 18 plus on Apple for the last <laughs> episode. All about five people could have listened to it. <laughs> yeah. I guess the show shouldn't have been that bad, should it? No. So, anyway, how are you doing? Great. How are you feeling this week?
1: <laughs> Way happier. Okay.
2: Because it's well, been
1: a decent Movie that's been what?
2: Okay, so that's an indication. Yeah. Okay, so that was it. You have got more words, haven't you?
1: <laughs> I have. Cool. I'm saving them for the episode. Don't look
2: at me. I've got no notes, so I've got sod all on- to say on this film. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of time. I only watched it yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. It was like night before homework splurge type jobby, and I had every intention of doing some notes this afternoon. But... but you can use mine. Well, I can, but your notes are quite comprehensive, but in a relatively random way. And so I'm going to try and work through your notes. But I'm critiquing your note taking on the basis that I haven't gotten any so I feel slightly yeah. hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Well, well, anyway, Mark, but you've got loads of notes, haven't you?
0: Mine are. Yeah, mine are quite full, six pages. I think. I'm <laughs> three, four, Holy shit, five you pages, well. but only because I'm aware of some of the questions that Ishtar may raise.
2: Well, I always wondered about Latham's note-taking. I always assumed that he just copied and pasted stuff off Tintaway, but I've actually now seen him do his notes and he dictates shit to himself on his phone oh dear. and then types it up verbatim. And then yeah, he giggles. Yeah, giggles at himself. You
1: are too cute, you know that. I
2: giggle to myself, at myself.
1: I love it. I love that you do that. I mean, I was
2: massively impressed with the amount of it. In fact, it made me feel slightly bad about my lack of note-taking. Are
1: you usually organised? Well, about. all
2: the gold's in the brain. That's It's in my mind. Yeah. I just have to find a way of turning it into a verbal form of communication. Well, like a lot of gold, there's fool's gold, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And you have to That's mine true. it,
0: and it costs a lot of money and a lot of time to mine it. So by the time you found what was it's there, not it's it. not worth it.
2: <laughs> You just described me in a nutshell. <laughs> anyway, before we deeply analyse my inner workings and being, let's move on to the show. Before we do it, go check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, at The Two Marks, where you can find stuff either about the show, general film reviews that we do. You can go and listen to the podcast if you subscribe on which all the major podcast platforms. You can listen to all of the shows that we do. So we do film reviews, we do obviously the Marvel stuff, we do some Star Trek stuff. It's all there. So go check it out. If you can't be bothered doing a search and goodness knows why, go to thepodstation.co.uk, find the two marks tab. There's easy to find links. All there as well. If you want to send an email to Mark to complain about something that he said, it's the two marks at thepodstation.co.uk. If you want to send a nice email to me, it's also the two marks at thepodstation.co.uk. I just won't read the ones that are necessarily <laughs> sent to me. I will just print and frame the ones that are sent to Mark.
0: Any ones that are more than five words to you will not get read, will he?
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So keep it brief. So basically just send them all to me and I'll sift through the sacks of mail. There
2: are two people sitting here who've had first-hand experience of my inability to read an email of more than three syllables. Yeah,
0: Diabolical. It's <laughs> Do you have to get the question in the first sentence of the email?
1: I put it in the subject.
0: I do, I do yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get onto, I'll have to send the JPEG attachment exactly. of the question. <laughs> visual. Of like a
2: quote. I don't feel this is the platform on which we should be particularly analysing me you as a human I did start. (laughs) and I regretted it instantly. Right, let's move on to the film before we get into any more of my uh, flaws and feelings. So, Iron Man. Let's go around the room and get some initial thoughts. So, let's start with you, Ishtar. What did you think?
1: Brilliant film. Brilliant, brilliant. It was... I can't say if it was better or worse than the first one yet, because that would be giving it away too early.
0: Shortest show ever. But,
1: (laughs) it was definitely way better than the last film that we've seen, thank God, because I lost all will to live, but this film was brilliant on many levels.
2: Lhythm?
0: The Time Man. Lovely. Great film. Back to form. We're back to the the marvel way of doing things
2: is that as opposed to the hulk
0: yeah because the hulk's a good film for different reasons it would have been if marvel had control
2: it'd be a good film
1: what about you Pollard?
2: thank you i was patiently waiting was.
0: that purposely didn't ask for that reason because <laughs> you're waiting <laughs>
2: thank you I I thought it was all right it was good Iron Man's always good isn't it the reason why Robert Downing Jr has done so well is because he plays the role so well so even in a film that might not necessarily be as good I'm not saying this one in particular but there are films further down the line which perhaps are stronger or weaker whenever he comes in he definitely raises the bar instantly and there's loads of humor in this which is kind of why I like Marvel as a general as opposed to the DC stuff that they'd rolled out around about this same time which which is quite manically depressive isn't it
0: they've got the casting spot on I can't see anyone else playing him
2: how do we want to do this ish do you want to go through your notes and talk about things that are particularly of interest or shall I perhaps go through the film chronologically
1: well shall I go from my notes and then you can add
2: okay change yeah change it up a little bit yeah for... let's do it get in the driving seat what are we doing we're going by ish's notes as opposed to yours yeah
0: That he doesn't have as opposed to you reading her notes and going by her well I will
2: not be reading her notes because I can't really understand and there is <laughs> there's about thirty sentences no, so I, going back to the email analogy, you both have very much pulled on. I, I've not read them.
1: Can I just justify the type of note-taking I do?
0: Because you
2: don't need to justify him. No He's got to. six pages. You and well, him are yeah. on the same wavelength. I know same why i
0: got mine. Mine to make sure Accuracy. <laughs> He likes to riff off our (laughs) notes. Okay,
1: so we'll go off mine. Yeah, go
2: off, Yonah. Where do you want to start?
1: Right from the beginning.
2: That's always a good place to start. (laughs) I mean, I could have done that. You know how this works, don't (laughs) you? I was doing that without notes. I'm just hastening to add. You've done this before.
1: (laughs) Right, the first part of the film was interesting because we got introduced to Ivan Vanko and the fact that his father had worked with Howard Stark in the whole arc reactor thing. And then later on in the film, we got to know why the dad had been ousted and why Mickey Rourke's character then got this bee in his bonnet about anything Stark related so that was a good introduction to the fact that we'd finished the film saying Tony Stark is Iron Man and then that had continued nicely into Iron Man 2 and it was just a continuation of that story loved, loved, loved that for that reason Discuss
2: (laughs) Well, I've got an immediate issue with the whole father-son thing going on on the basis that Michael is it Michael
1: Rourke?
2: Mickey Rourke Mickey Rourke Michael's his friend Yeah (laughs) Mickey Rourke looks older than the dad who was dying of old age yeah
0: you did say that's thanks to getting battered around the ring he is rough looking though isn't he beautiful man Hmm. but then combination of going into professional boxing and and plastic plastic surgery surgery,
2: you see plastic surgery ruins everybody. anyone who's thinking about plastic surgery I urge you don't everyone looks amazing without it I know sometimes there's medical reasons why people want to do it but I've yet to meet someone who's had plastic surgery that doesn't look weird
0: you're like a walking Clinton's greeting card aren't you well well, I, Everyone's beautiful. You
2: see, as a former lawyer as well, I've come across so many times when things have gone horribly wrong and it's all because people thought, oh, get me nose just made slightly smaller and then they find some blur to does it and cocks it up and then the nose not only doesn't look smaller, mm. it's now ruined for the rest of their life.
0: Problem is, it's because it's expensive. People then go to like some Mexico, Greece, Spain. Turkey. Oh, I've eaten, thank you. <laughs> and, and then they get it done for like £10 and look why wow, the face looks like a prude.
2: In fact, this entire film's got that going on because Senator Stern. Oh my word! I mean, his ass cheeks are on his forehead at this point. <laughs> yeah. He's had that many face lists with his balls under his chin. I
1: didn't actually notice that about him. Yeah,
0: they were there if you looked. How could you notice? <laughs> How could you not notice? I don't know. You don't think his face looked look like the guy from Nemesis out of Star Trek?
1: No, but I will go back and read. She
2: won't know that. That's oh, such yeah. a niche. Oh yeah. yeah. Th- so, I get that instantly. Thank you, thank you. Well,
0: that's the reason why we keep him around. He <laughs> doesn't do notes. To- knows Star Trek. Yeah. I know when to weird. laugh
2: at your jokes. Yeah. yeah. Your right. nerdy jokes.
1: <laughs> it was a good intro and it was nice that it glowed through. You got to know the baddie straight from the get go, which was cool. And you got to learn the backstory about Ivan pretty quickly. I liked right that. They have
0: adapted this from the comics. They've combined his character, Whiplash, with the Crimson Dynamo.
1: Why do they call him? Oh, oh okay. Oh, shit, that just clicked.
2: Hang on. Clung. Yeah. There was the coin dropping. Dude, seriously. I mean, I didn't know bad. he was called Whiplash because no, they don't I, refer to why. him as Whiplash. No, never
0: once referred to to him in the whole film as Whiplash but he's a combination from the comics of Whiplash and Crimson Dynamo because his dad was the original Crimson Dynamo and basically it's the armour he can control electricity as you would have seen but the Whiplash is the whipping thing
1: which is brilliant isn't it what a cool
0: weapon
2: how do you think Russians feel about this film because we go very stereotypical with the old Russians with the bottle of vodka the living in poverty the dodgy accents
0: although Pema around the time it is a trope that's used but I mean around the period poverty where you would queue for about five hours for a loaf would have happened because
2: the flip side would have been an English gent with a bowler hat and an umbrella over and a arm monocle. and a, yeah, a monocle and a pinstripe suit going oh what what what, yeah. what what
0: how dare you what it does do is it keeps it within the fact that Russia and China and other powers tend to be the places where these threats come from particularly on an earthbound environment they're easy targets now
2: following on for this <laughs> you get your first introduction to Howard Stark no I don't well oh no you don't I suppose you've seen him in Captain, Captain America. America you get your introduction to the older <laughs> More no. Howard Stark
1: no that was in Iron Man 1 was it? yeah it
2: was Howard Stark in Iron Man 1 was so yeah. he very confident
0: by someone who doesn't know there was a Whiplash
2: guy
1: well I didn't know he was called cool, Whiplash but I know the guy was in it assuming it was, that Lerden
2: will we... we'll be kind and we'll edit that out we get to meet Howard Stark again
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take three <laughs> <laughs> a younger older gent for the second time
1: yeah At At the Howard Expo. Stark yeah.
0: tell me about Howard Stark <laughs>
1: Howard Stark Stark was in Captain America, so we got to learn about the fact that he had done the blah blah, and then in Iron Man he was part of Tony Stark's backstory.
0: Yeah, but
2: was he the same character who's played? I'm not sure. I would say it was in Iron Man 1, was he? It
0: was! He was He's on the recording. And yes. was it the
2: guy from Mad Men? It was, wasn't it? actually thinking about it. I
0: don't know who played him. The guy who plays him more recently is the guy from Mad Men. Yeah.
2: But you put down here that Tony Stark is a showman which is sort of why I mentioned him in the first place, because we get a nice little nine. video, don't we?
1: Yeah, but I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to it when he's at the Expo and he's doing the whole I'm here, and he's got the showgirl thing. Yeah,
2: but that's what the video was in the background. Yeah, that was a video. You're talking about the massive entrance entrance. where he
1: jumps out of a plane
0: and then Pepper Potts throws his helmet out (coughs) out of the plane, then he jumps after the helmet and then lands in the most painful pose ever. More so than Black Widows.
2: So I've got a question here because later on in the movie when he's absolutely battered at his birthday party and he goes everyone's ever wondered how i'll go for a wee and then he goes and then wheeze and then says to pepper oh it's okay because it gets distilled so you can drink it however when have we ever seen tony stark be naked underneath his suit in which case it begs the question how does his bit connect to the suit in order for the clothes he's wearing not to get drenched or without him having to open up his fly to (laughs) insert it into something in the suit when it's there or is there like a little hand in inside the suit that does all that for him in which case it begs the question what else
0: does it do well in which case I'd never go for a week
2: <laughs> I'd have to change the
0: shape of the suit as well well I'd have to change it from Iron Man to Hard On Man <laughs> and
1: I have no comment on or it just leave it at Iron,
0: Iron Man time. but it'd just be yeah. a double entendre yeah Hard Man <laughs> what do you okay. think Ish?
1: no comment
0: <laughs> I would never save the world but be like where is he where's Iron Man I think he's having a week
1: <laughs>
0: more than two shakes is a wank So... (laughs) So basically, that's a very good question. I think either what would happen is, like, with me with button-up trousers, I hate button-up trousers. Yeah. I leave them undone.
2: Ironically, most of my, well, half of my pants, he says as he reaches for his crotch, to (laughs) check. Half of my pants are the button-up ones, and they're like pain in the butt. Oh,
0: I leave them undone. Most times, I'm walking down the street in my trouser pants with my buttons undone, exposing myself. That's my expose. That's what I think he does. He goes and buys these button-up pants and goes, I can't be arsed, doing them up. Jumps in his suit straight away, right out. He still pisses Boxer shorts though.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is illogical, and I hadn't thought Thank about you. that obviously. And it reminds me of the Hulk illogical pants situation. I explain too. that though. The Hulk illogical pants situation. Well, yeah,
0: because they stretch because they're made by Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, but we didn't know that he before piss you explain. No,
1: but we didn't know that until you explained that, and that was yeah. illogical. And this also, by virtue that he's just mentioned it, and I hadn't thought about it, is also
0: illogical. That makes up for the fact he's got no notes. <laughs> he's and I don't he skipped over notes.
1: half of my notes to get to that
0: point. So. Also, though, he spent most of the time trying to work out how he went for a week. <laughs> So what else have we got in
2: your notes, Ish?
1: Right, the government wants the Iron Man suit.
2: Yeah, they do. For reasons you don't know. No, well... Five movies away. Yeah, Well, safe to assume without the thing you may or may not be alluding to, it's safe to say that the government always want in on something that they want, don't they?
0: It ties in nicely because if you remember from Iron Man 1, Tony Stark says we're not making weapons anymore. Justin Hammer does make weapons, so he's made up. And AIM make weapons, so they're made up. Basically, they want access to the stuff he hasn't given them after the contract ended so they probably feel a little bit entitled to
2: that. The assumption is, and you do see this quite frequently, that the government assume they are the best people to look after these important things because they can be trusted and sensible and reliable, which quite often isn't the case. What did you think?
1: Well, given that the government and the army did a shit job getting rid of Hulk and the other baddie, I will not trust the government
0: with anything, but... And in real life, considering that the Taliban have got £83 billion worth of the military's armour, it also doesn't work in real life.
2: How did you feel about the Senate to inquesty thingy because he gets subpoenaed while he's sitting in the car doesn't he yeah. yeah then ends up in front of the Senate being all witty and bantery.
0: yeah he does a little jaunt in, doesn't he yeah because he knows he's a billionaire yeah he's a bit care. cocky and yeah. he's got
2: a phone that we still don't have even though this film was released like 10 years ago
1: yeah and it's good to see the introduction of Justin's character in the in well, he's at least part. trying
0: on that phone on his watch thing or whatever he's got Does he? Yeah, at least cheeky Easter egg.
1: Oh. Which I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, don't know if that senator is a bigger character than what he's been through today. But towards the end of the film, wrongs get right. He
2: get well, he's definitely a comedic character. Yeah. Because whenever he gets involved, he gets made to be looked like an ass yeah. by Tony Stark. Particularly when Tony decides to hack into the TV system using that his mobile really phone yeah. uh, and start showing particularly the Justin Hammer one where that fella when he says the guy survived, I'm standing there thinking. Thinking, well i'm glad you brought that up because that is
0: an easter egg for another day so uh, that's where we're going with that one <laughs> <laughs> they refer to that in another film. Oh, do they? They do.
2: How did you feel about Justin Hammer throughout this film? Because he's one of the big bads. He's certainly as big a bad as Ivan Vanko. In fact, I'd probably say he's a bigger bad because he plays a more prominent role. He's your corporate bad, so he's not your
0: bad bad. Yeah. He's your Greedy knobhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get what we can, espionage type thing. Yeah. He's not evil. He's after world domination in a, a more fiscal approach.
2: Which obviously isn't evil, according to Mark. My... No,
0: well, it is evil, but it's not... Villainous as in he's not killing people.
2: Yes. Well, very mm. Indirectly. Well, it gets it gets deep
0: and philosophical because technically if he's polluting the world then he is killing people. Well, well he did
2: also threaten to kill Ivan Vanko. Yeah,
0: but you see, it's what you can get away with, isn't it? I mean
2: <laughs> he's not He's only evil if you get caught.
0: Yeah, he's not evil as we would establish a villain to be. He's just your typical head of a corporation. For example, it'll bulldozer a, a poor area to build multi story flats, so he's that type of evil. He's not that's just genocide or them. And he he's he probably
1: wouldn't kill anybody directly. He'd probably have someone who would Correct. do it on his VR.
0: Yeah, so like Microsoft and other big companies, they're always vying for market share. Hammer Industries is another company that makes weaponry for the government, leading-edge technology. And so when everyone finds out that he's Iron Man and he's got this wonderful technology and they've stopped making weapons for the government, the government is going, well, we want that because technically we think we're entitled to it. Right. Justin Hammer's thinking, if you can get that, yeah. I'll reverse-engineer it and I'll make it for you, yeah, the exactly. government. So that's what that is. Yeah, agreed. With
2: Justin Hammer-ish, if he walks up to you in a bar and said do you want a drink how would you react because he's an interesting guy isn't he he feels like a bit of a try hard yeah I'd say I don't drink <laughs> I'd say
1: I'd have a diet coke and have a chat would you yeah
2: why is that because you're being polite or because actually there's something that might float your boat about him
1: no just because I'm being polite and I'd probably like to understand a little he bit can more dance. about him he
2: can dance I suppose yeah he did he have some foot swivel. he had oh some yeah hips. the
1: foot move was yeah, good
0: some, actually he has got a bit yeah. of swivel hips going on he did lesser known fat and he was supposed to be Iron Man.
2: Really? Well, I'm glad he wasn't. I just
0: He's good for what he was cast as.
2: So, yeah, well, even with that dancing feet jobby, no one was cheering, were they? He was a bit like a kid who learned how to break dance and then when he goes to a nightclub feels he has to show everyone that he's been at break dance lessons as opposed to the person who can really dance who's standing in the corner quite quietly.
1: It wasn't apparent from the beginning that he might be a baddie.
0: I think we're maybe misappropriating the word baddie in this context, <laughs> but he's basically a corporate body. Yeah, corporate yeah, baddie. But he can dance. He's like.
2: Which gets him out of jail for It free. does
0: a little bit It's like that FBI guy Who did the dance And shot someone Did you see that on YouTube? No Off duty FBI guy Does like the caterpillar Yeah And as he does the bucking of the caterpillar To land His gun comes out Of the back of his pants Lands and shoots someone In the thigh Suffice to say He's not an wow. FBI agent anymore. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Right. On a separate note, new Roddy.
0: Oh yeah,
1: we have the new one. I like him. I like him out of Oceans Eleven and Twelve yeah. and Thirteen. He's
0: not in that. Oh. not The guy who plays him. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Roddy isn't in. Ocean no, because he wouldn't need Eleven. <laughs> they wouldn't need ten other people,
2: would they? I got to do it myself. <laughs> I mean, when you said that originally I was. I, did, did I have the wrong person as well I'm sure he was in Ocean's Eleven <laughs> yeah Rhodey was in Ocean's Eleven <laughs> so thing. is he better or worse
0: better I like
2: him why it feels more of an equal to me
0: but I think he bounces off Tony Stark much better yeah. than the
2: other one did the other one felt like a friend who was constantly put upon and disrespected and ignored and put up with it because he was his mate whereas this Rhodey feels like someone who doesn't take any shit so if he hadn't turned up to an awards do and he'd have had to got up this roadie would have done something to get him back as opposed to the other roadie who just turned up good. you left me standing there didn't you mate
1: well look this one's a bit more standalone and he goes a little bit rogue halfway through doesn't he through the film yeah. because he goes and supports Justin Hammer's charade so. well if
2: he thinks Tony's stepping out of line he does what he feels is appropriate to
1: which makes him a stronger character than I think he was in
0: the last one yeah it definitely is a more
2: standout version because
0: yeah. he's his mate but we'll
2: check him
1: yeah which is good
2: and he always says it as as well, I mean, yeah. he tells him before he does the things he's going to do. So when he walks into the Senate thing, he actually says, "Yeah, sorry, mate, I'm just here to read my report." But he still is
0: mate, so they don't lose any of their friendship. No, there's the banter that goes on, and there's the camaraderie, and then when it's business, when he's in a Middle Eastern country fighting that tank, they send the fighters after him, mm. and Tony's like, might want to turn them around because they're chasing me. And he's like, "What, what are you doing there?" Sort of thing. Mm. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. Okay, you look a bit puzzled. Then. No, <laughs> like, no, that was the first. It was,
1: was a replay was... in my head, but I
0: got it. There is that frustration but I just think he plays it better. I like him as... An actor. Yeah, I don't think he should have done the English accent when he did Ocean's Eleven. I think he should have just stayed American.
2: Yeah, I agree. He didn't do a good job of it particularly, did he? No. So this is the roadie that's going to continue henceforth here with Hitherto.
1: I'm glad. He's a good one. What about Happy? Yeah, we're getting a little bit more about Happy. And I remember that you'd given Happy a rating on your top ten. He
2: loves a happy ending. Yeah, I do.
0: do not we all? <laughs> That's another podcast in After Hours.
1: You know, did that after no, <laughs> I that
0: No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think I'm editing this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maniacal
2: laugh. <laughs> She can't say shit like that these days Yeah of course So yeah,
1: happy. We We got to see a little bit more about him He's a funny character The relationship that he's got with Tony and with Pepper is cool I like the guy that plays him I liked the scene where he was Saving Tony in Monaco I like the character a lot
2: He's one of these perfect examples Of what Marvel do so well He's not in any of the films A huge amount Like in these films, certainly Iron Man ones He's in them but only in fleeting glimpses and yet to come away feeling so invested in a character who's been in so little and to keep on seeing him going on in future films is such a clever thing to achieve. The fact that we're talking about him probably had about 10 minutes of air time so far out he, of the two movies. He was
0: also the director of this film. So, so
2: he's obviously got himself some job for the boys. I know who should be in this. He's funny though as a character he's brilliant the way he gets his ass handed to him by Black Widow.
1: That was Hilarious.
2: The fact that he's having this one-on-one boxing match With whilst Tony, yeah. whilst Natasha's kicking everybody else's ass. Yeah. The fact that he's making a right dog's bollocks <laughs> in the Rolls Royce having saved Tony but is smashing the rolls against Ivan against the wall whilst Tony's trying to get <laughs> <kill> Sue <laughs> but can't because he's going forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards.
1: It, it is good. The scenes are memorable.
2: The comedic, but yeah. in, in a clever Marvel way, not a slapstick stupid way. Yeah.
0: Doesn't get too serious where it becomes problematic but at the same time you've got the lightheartedness between the two so you've got an action scene a violent attack by Ivan Vanco but the comedic thing at the same time
2: do you think there's an emotional weight to happy-ish because I mean maybe I'm biased by the fact that we see him a few more times going forward so there's an Iron Man 3 and on the basis he's not dead at the end of this film it's safe to assume he'll be in Iron Man 3 but for example you can see how protective he is of Tony
1: and Pepper well
2: I was just about to say it, and then you've got the bar where Tony's in in Pepper's office trying to apologise with the automatic move-in thingy which I have to say I was well on his team when it came to trying to stop that annoying. bloody thing. Yeah. You could see the hurt. he was like the child in the divorce wasn't
0: he? <laughs> yeah. He's the equivalent of Alfred in Batman. Yeah, yeah. except
2: less cool hmm. and doesn't make as many cool toys.
1: Yeah, but you made reference to Natasha or Natalie Rushman as she's initially referred to.
2: Now, this is the first time you've come across this and obviously it was the first time we came across her when we've first watched this film, but this is the first time you've come across her. Yes. You now know that she wasn't Natalie Rushman. Yeah,
1: she was Natasha Romanoff.
2: Who's Black Widow part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did you know that? I, Did you suspect that? Did you think she was because I think I remember thinking she might be a baddie the first time I watched this film.
0: Well, sorry to interrupt, you would be right based on what we now know. But we yeah, do. but
2: I thought she was a baddie baddie and right. I know we're going back into the <laughs> what's a baddie <laughs> definition, Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I'm obviously, I know that she is Black Widow because I've seen my adverts of her as Black Widow so that kind of spoiled the fact that is she a superhero is she not a superhero but had I not known that she was Black Widow I wouldn't have thought anything other than the fact that she was the paralegal or legal advisor to the Stark thing and it would have been a bigger surprise that oh she's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit but I like the fact that Tony Stark didn't know that and the way that she revealed herself as an insert into his organisation as a result of Nick Fury putting her in there and then how she comes about and he's shocked about it but I I like her character. I'm not a massive Scarlett Johansson fan, I'm not going to lie. Don't really like her, but I like the character of Natasha Romanoff.
2: Now, I've got a follow-up question there, but did you, when she came in as Natalie Rushman, I presume you were still naive to the fact that she might be Natasha Romanov?
0: To the point of the fight scene, I wasn't certain what character she was playing.
2: Which fight's in the one where she duffs Happy in the ring, or? <laughs>
0: the scene where she does the signature drop from the ceiling. Right. And she does a, a knee slide underneath the guards. Uh,
2: yeah, but we already know she's Natasha Romanoff at that point. Let's
0: you know it, who Natasha Romanoff is.
2: Yeah, but you would have done one yeah, because you, that's you what I'm read, saying, so you will have known. When, at the w- point, yeah,
0: I knew that was Black Widow. This
2: role, Scarlett Johansson, has more recently talked about how she felt overly sexualized in this film. It was more based on her being tits and ass rather than her being a proper character. And I wondered what your thoughts were on whether that was the case because I can understand why she thought that because Tony certainly at the beginning of this film is a bit leery and a. Bit me too about it all in the film, but then again, we know now, and certainly looking back, that Natasha Romanoff is someone who's a secret agent who will assume roles in order to manipulate people in order to get what she needs. And so, for me in my head, and maybe I'm just trying to justify this, thought that she was essentially playing that kind of a role to ingratiate herself or to get closer access to Tony Stark to get mm-hmm. the information, yeah. whilst also remaining a strong, powerful woman, like for example by decking happy in the ring to keep allegiance with Pepper, but I don't know what, what you think no
1: I think that that's a fair conclusion I feel that she was playing a role to because she knows that Tony is attracted to women and so she was playing a role to get into his space and then yeah I think she was badass the way that she handled herself once we found out that she was Natasha
2: she's quite badass throughout as well yeah. I, I guess that's where I sort of feel I don't necessarily agree with her interpretation of that because throughout she's at. Throughout, there's no suggestion she's not massively talented and intelligent well,
1: she's a in fulfilling the role. Yeah. yeah.
2: And actually, if anyone, Tony Stark comes out as the grease monkey yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't shy away from that fact. In fact, repeatedly, either he acknowledges it or Pepper pulls him on it.
0: She's not right in that evaluation because if you take her character from the comics and take her historic origins from the comics, she's a member of the Black Widows, which is a Russian secret organisation that is trained to manipulate by all means necessary and assassinate whoever. Now if you think about Red Sparrow Red Sparrow is a true story based on the program that was run in the 70s, 80s by the KGB, FSB, GRU XYZ. All of the alphabets. And they were covertly training people during the Cold War and on to blend into society and sleep with people to get information and then kill them through means of Femme Fatale. That's where the Femme Fatale comes from. Black Widow is a Femme Fatale a trained killer to sleep with poison people through whatever, whatever reason, whether she's got poison lipstick and she kisses when they die, that's what she's trained to do. The character is, and if you look at any of the comics, the the costumes, the origins of the stuff they wear, isn't some pervy guy in a costume department going, "I think she can wear a mankini." That they draw upon the core scripted comics. So that's her character. If she felt that was how it was, was she spot on? Over the course of the films, her character develops, so it isn't all about tits and ass. For the role, I think you're absolutely spot on. She was trying to get into the inner sanctum of um, Tony. Of Tony, yeah. And I think that's what it is, and she's done it well. So. It if she felt that blob on. (laughs) <laughs> Can we
1: mention the palladium issue? Because obviously that plays a part moving forward
0: Do
2: you want to mention it? Yeah Because yeah, I don't really understand what you mean by the palladium issue Is it, is it on the palladium?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's being poisoned He's got blood poisoning from this palladium That is not working the way that it should be working And that's what prompts him to revisit the whole father's blueprint thing When he's given the opportunity to buy Nick Fury
2: You see, I'm curious as to what it was that he kept on drinking because it sounds like he was almost drinking what the equivalent of petrol to try and neutralise his stuff whereas certainly whenever I watch it all I can think of is this sort of green kiwi fruit juice stuff that I can buy in the garage usually which tastes quite nice.
0: Like wheatgrass stuff?
2: No, it does. Innocence? No. (laughs) Who aren't sponsored by the way. (laughs) Two marks at thepodstation.co.uk Yeah, but something like that where it's supposed to be a a pure juice product but it's obviously that coloured green so every time I watch him drink it I think Mm. I fancy one of them.
1: Well, it's black in it.
2: Oh, is it? Well, yeah.
1: He we was it, it in the. At this box point, I should mean? point out
2: I'm green and red colorblind. <laughs>
1: it was. I'm sure, it was black when he met Natasha. But yeah.
2: <laughs> so if ever you find me having to cut the wires of a bomb, and someone goes, "Cut the green one, Mark," I would run. <laughs> I would run and save Thank yourself.
1: Because you no I
2: cannot guarantee I would cut the right wire, and it wouldn't be. <laughs> It wouldn't Uh-oh. be deliberate. Holy shit. <laughs>
0: Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> so the Palladium there's been a bit of a redo on that hasn't it? because the elements he creates is Vibranium however we already know from the film we first watched which was (laughs) Captain America (laughs) the first (laughs) Avenger that Vibranium is a a but
2: your memory's worse than mine no no
0: no I I was looking at him (laughs) but thinking
1: about something else because
2: I've oh don't say (laughs) that to lay them Christ (laughs) alive that's opening a Pandora's box
0: no okay
1: wait (laughs) so we did see Captain America's shield yes (laughs) as part of Making make it the new machine but
0: the vibranium question yeah he, he creates vibranium but he doesn't create vibranium because vibranium already exists in Wakanda so biggest.
2: he's just learned how to create it well I didn't know what that element was <laughs> that he did ultimately create well they didn't well, say didn't. what it was it's called vibranium yeah but they didn't say that I'm I'm uh, with I'm, Ish on this I didn't actually yeah. know that
0: he supposedly creates the thing that already exists in Captain America it's already established that vibranium is a rare metal yeah. but we find out obviously later you don't know this that vibranium is one one of the biggest exports. Not that they export it. Well, that's
2: in the comic books, isn't yeah. it, really? And to go back, we already know Vibranium exists because Captain America's shield in the 1940s yes. was and it was made by Al Howard. Although I'm, I presume Howard's made it from the metal he got from Wakanda because he doesn't know how to make the metal because, of course, that's what he's essentially trying to enable Tommy to and do. And
1: Coulson says, where did you get the shield from? Did you get that in your know
2: Well, I'm curious as to why he's got a half-made shield anyway. That's the prototype. Yeah, but why is he making a prototype? Is that because he He's now like, knows Captain America is awake again?
0: No, the Easter egg, because he uses that to prop up Hydron Collider. Yeah, Hadron no, but why does, he,
2: why does he have a Captain America shield just lying around? Well, he
0: doesn't. That's out of the box that he gets from, from his dad. dad. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ah. So his dad made the shield for Captain America. Yeah. That's the prototype that his dad was working on. That's like the mould of the shield before the final one, and he was probably dabbling with it. So he uses that. That's an Easter egg for the fans to go, oh, my word. And then he uses that to prop up the Hydron Collider. Which makes the elements that already exist. So well done, Tony. He did nothing.
2: Who finds those story arcs really irritating? The whole I'm dying, but I'm not going to tell anyone, particularly the people who care about me most. Instead, I'll just act like a right royal bell end, upset everyone. And then when I do die, or if I do die, everyone's going to think I'm a right tit, even though actually they'd have probably been very understanding. Isn't that most men?
1: I feel like that is right on point. <laughs> I would tell you both,
0: but you're dying. You yeah. wouldn't shut the fuck up about it, I would you? You'd be wouldn't. going on about it. I'm dying, all right, mate. It's the flu. I wouldn't tell anyone. I'm, I'm what I'm if you sure were dying, you, would. you wouldn't you wouldn't tell us. Well, you'd know because I wouldn't be here. Well, I suppose you see, yeah, I'd have to tell you to wouldn't I? Yeah, you would. So you foiled it again. I mean, I think there's <laughs> two, there's
2: two things here. The first one is that, as Fury points out, there was a proper thing going upside of his neck, and presumably Pepper Potts would have noticed it and gone, "Hello, what's that?" A bit veiny. Yeah, yeah. She might have said that before as well. He'd have probably been looking in the mirror at the time and misconstrued her comment <laughs> did you like that <laughs> he might have said that as well did you like that but at the same time just tell her
1: i know he loves pepper so why wouldn't you tell her we all love
2: pepper particularly on pasta
1: <laughs> or on an egg
0: <laughs> I, I, I have salt i have salt you you have, pepper have pepper on it? What? You don't have salt and pepper on an egg? Hang on, you've the salt? You just said pepper on egg? Pepper on an egg? What type as of well egg? As boiled? As boiled no. Or fried? Well, both. Well, you're greedy. Why are you having two eggs? <laughs>
2: Oh my god! to the ex-chef. i have having two different types of eggs at the same yeah, time. Just so go with the one.
0: The, chef, the chef's going to be like your best mate. He's like, can I have one boiled egg with pepper on and a fried egg with salt on? It's like, just have two boiled eggs. Yeah, if I count. <laughs> um, I like pepper on a lot of things,
2: but that's not what we're talking about. What were we talking about? The annoyance of not telling people you're dying. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Which is ironic given toxicity was actually what was killing that him was anyway. Lit- that was literal toxic masculinity. No, men are supposed to be,
0: you know, I know now it's been ruined, by Zoomers because they're crying about everything <laughs> but the men of old not that we are talking chauvinistic but the men who would be the hard ones who don't cry often that's what we're talking about I wouldn't want to go and share to the world but I might wouldn't tell, tell the world there's a you say would... telling
2: the world but telling you closest
0: yeah. I might put it in an envelope <laughs> and say open this later there's also like death post which I've just made that up right now just... you're
2: going to have to explain that if so you've death... made it up you're going to have to elaborate well, I've made it. I've
0: just literally made it up. we need to that's... find
2: out whether we need to IP protect this
0: like a death post is telling people that you're dying but like as if it's your badge of honour so for example Katie Price went to the doctors and had a little bit of a thing on her face whatever and the doctor went you've got cancer and she went round all over the um, social media I had cancer and all that people think it is the worst type of cancer all she had is a little bit of a skin tick <laughs> so everyone's boasting about the fact that oh, I'm a survivor of cancer you didn't really have it in the first place oh, she,
2: oh no that's not true <laughs> I mean, she's had cancer and she survived she is by very definition a cancer survivor no not in my book <laughs> Oh, I'm inclined
1: but. to agree with Latham on that one I feel but we're what, going
2: back to the body definition But what Corporate. would
1: you tell somebody? Would you tell I would have, t- I'd have told
2: Pepper and I'd told Rhodey and I'd told Happy. Yeah but you don't know any of those in real life so who would you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but were I Tony Stark I would have told those three people because those are your in your inner circle anyway yeah. and those are the people who are going to have to deal with it and ironically those are the people who would probably be most motivated to try and fix the problem in the first place.
0: The problem you've
2: got with that is if
0: you're getting a hand job from your Iron Man suit they won't know where you are <laughs> they might have thought that you've gone to the loo again and you've gone for weeks and you've died
1: moving on <laughs> Monaco car racing I'm
0: gutted because I have a movie prop of Tony Stark's driving jacket I, love you. I was going to wear it today it's in deep archive <laughs> in one of those bags that sucks everything off
1: but I liked it <laughs> <laughs> well, sucks everything off or sucks everything
0: out? Well, it doesn't matter out. There's no air in it anyway. The bag's like proper. I know you, and you suckle. On. A don't day, encourage put- him, he knows what he did. <laughs> he giggled like a girl. And he's like, I know, I'd line him up just for him. <laughs> just to pad the fact he's got no notes. He spends the most time giggling. <laughs> Yes, I like that It's the scene. a good scene, isn't yeah, it? It is
1: not yeah. it Introduction, really, to Whiplash, if that's what his name is. We thought he had big boobs when he was walking. He was like, Look, look at them pecs underneath that suit. And then he just whips it off, the top part off. And then you're like, Whoa, actually, that's another art reactor. And he's looking like Whippy, uh, whippy, whippy Whips. Whippy Whips. Yeah. Mr. Loved whippy. It. Loved you- how he just like, smashed it against a car and it ripped it off.
2: You've got the Elon Musk appearance down here. Yeah.
1: That was cute, that. Was it? Yeah. You
2: see, whenever I see that, I think of the Donald Trump appearance in Home, Alone. Home Alone. yeah 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 and i feel they're both equally warped individuals
0: well yeah technically elon musk now is the iron man of the day which you said two episodes ago yeah thank you is what you meant to say wasn't it
2: yeah we have jumped past the fact that pepper is actually the ceo at this point because she gets made ceo before this
0: what do we think of pepper as ceo why not
2: brill i mean it makes complete sense. a she's doing all the work already b she's the only one making sane decisions (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: he would be buying all sorts of rubbish wouldn't he
2: yeah she was absolutely already doing that job she just yeah. needed the paycheck and the yeah. job role on a business card merely to ratify that very one i mean i presume you're happy about this
1: i mean she deserved the job whether she did a good job or not i don't know i haven't
0: seen the annual report
2: well she seems to have spent the entire time shoveling shit because the, the shovelling the shit he creates as a result of having been made ceo <laughs> the biggest contract they've got with the government before he gives her the job they stop making
0: weapons yeah <laughs> so what's she in charge of
1: and she was only doing the job for a week anyway as he confirmed at the end
2: yeah but she's still doing the job isn't she they do sort of joke at the end after she's resigned from the job and they've had a bit of a smoochy smooch there is a bit of a joke about the fact that she is still going to be doing it
0: well there is a conflict isn't there yeah conflict of interest if she's a CFO or CEO and also philander- <laughs> why are you giggling and doing stuff with the
2: boss yeah but she's the boss now
0: she should do it with herself <laughs> hey <laughs> maybe both she
2: just climbs into the Iron Man suit and it does it for her
0: I need to get one of them
2: (laughs) An Iron Man suit not a person To (laughs) wank me off (laughs) (laughs) Probably cheaper to get the person Yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway, she gets offered to have an interview by Tony's ex. Yeah. yeah, by Klingon. <laughs> I'll, thank you for remembering that. Yeah,
1: by Klingon. Yeah, the reporter. I oh. refer
2: to her as the Klingon I remember because her. it was like the second or the third time we'd seen her in Iron Man. Okay, And she's one of those you can't get rid of.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't he sleep with her? Yeah. Yeah. That's and why. then she was. All well, Pepper on tossed her ham- out, didn't hammer. she? Yeah. Yeah. After she tossed off. Iron Man. I
2: don't think she was on Hammer though, was she?
1: She was a bit.
2: She wasn't. I think she was after an interview. Oh no! no he said she was interviewing him. Yeah. So he seemed more keen on the interview.
0: Yeah, she's a reporter, isn't she? So she'll do anything for an interview.
2: Maybe-ish. Yeah. Maybe she was just having a Diet Coke and being pleasant and listening to him.
1: No, she don't look like a Diet Coke kind of girl.
2: Oh. You know. She's a full fatter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <sighs>
0: Oh. She was working for Vanity Fair though. Exactly, so Vanity that Fair, goes with the territory hardcore. They're like Rottweilers for an interview Yeah,
1: they'll do whatever It's, it's like Hello takes.
0: Magazine when you suddenly sell your own house for your wedding for uh, I've exclusive
2: I've never read Vanity Fair so I haven't got a be do. I do have a story about Monaco I was told off by the police for taking my top off <laughs> <laughs> when I was at Monaco. But
0: why did you take your top off?
2: Well, because he was bleeding red hot, and, you know, when you're on holiday and it's, do like, work, seriously hot. But do you walk hot.
1: around shirtless when you're on holiday? Well,
2: I, not, not particularly normally, but I was... In Monaco! We, I was just, no, well... It, did it, we have a I,
1: conversation I, about Man Boobs McGee a few
2: weeks ago? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that was probably why the police told me <laughs> off. No, I was... It, was, it wasn't... It was I wasn't walking through the middle of Monaco, like... I wasn't in the shopping centre going... Whoa, but oh, but oh, but oh. <laughs> We're if you are doing that as well, singing Wubba Wub. And it go, oi, big tits, put <laughs> them away. I was sort of by the beach bit, sort of walking around. But the rules are you can't have your top off period in Monaco. Did you have hairy nipples because they are illegal in Monaco? <laughs> They're illegal everywhere, aren't they? <laughs> so anyway, I got into trouble. I had to put my top on, put my man boobs away. I had to put my bra back on. <laughs> the tide could come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greenpeace went
0: back.
1: Great visual there, Mark. <laughs>
0: you are going to a harpoon one we'll of his tits <laughs> I wondered about that thing was that whizzed past me head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can we also comment on the fact that he managed to sack his driver off? I mean, what are your feelings, Ish? You've been paid to be a professional racing car driver in the middle of a race and then the person who owns the race team just comes out and jibs you off.
1: You'd be a bit pissed, wouldn't you?
0: I think that happens, you know. I mean, you watch Billions, don't you? Yeah. I think Billions is probably quite an accurate depiction of what people are like when they're that worth that much money. I'd like to think if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't be a complete knob, but I bet you that's what they're like.
2: But I also watch Formula One and I don't Think it would be allowed if one of the owners, who probably doesn't have the right licenses and probably isn't a registered participant in the competition, suddenly walks onto the race course and goes, oh, I'll be racing today. Thank you. I don't know what that accent was. I have no idea where he's from. <laughs> kind of
1: Australian. I don't
0: know what that was. Just, just on that alone, I'm like, no. I was
2: just trying to do an accent and then halfway through realised that actually I seem to have committed to a geographical one and the big too.
0: Well, if it was Bernie Eccleston, you probably wouldn't, but because he's about ninety, hundred.
1: Yeah. If he said he wanted to do it, you wouldn't say no, though. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. but you wouldn't yeah.
0: be allowed to because would he be registered? who no cares. If you're getting a donation for your uh, campaign
1: of
2: running, one million. So Roman Abramovich <laughs> owns Chelsea Football Club.
1: If he wanted to play football, yeah, he but he's not could... a
2: registered player. You're getting proper deep on that, well, aren't you? Uh, this is on. I'm not being funny, but this is on the same part of no, the. How do <laughs> you have a wee in the Iron Man no, no, suit? No, no, no,
1: no. no. <laughs> Let me tell you from experience, having worked for a millionaire.
2: Okay.
0: There
1: is no such thing as no. If you want something done. Things will happen,
0: not a word of a lie. And I would times that by a billion if you're a billionaire. Did Nelton John fly in some sort of stake from Japan? Ryan Reynolds has just bought Wrexham FC with his mate. Yeah,
2: no, but he's not necessarily gonna play for Wrexham, is it?
0: I don't follow football, so <laughs> I <just> forgive my <laughs> ignorance. But if he ran on the pitch went, I'm just gonna give a bit of a kick around. Do you really think any of his players are gonna go? Well, he uh, could do a kick
2: around, but you couldn't do it in the middle of a match.
1: I think we should agree I think, to disagree I think, on this one because okay. I, I think it we could. should
0: open this up to the telephones. If you think Mr. Pollard has a point or if you're a billionaire and you want to be a sponsor I don't care what you do if I'm honest if you
2: just want to turn up at Mark's office and just gag in on the podcast
0: I have enough customers doing that now so if you want to turn up (laughs) as long as you pay us as long as you pay us you can do what you like yeah
2: the two marks at thepodstation.co.uk all money's available including from (laughs) less reliable sources that's not the case MI6 I'm only joking (laughs) (laughs) that's satire
1: right so we finish off the race
2: disclaimers
1: (laughs) and Tony obviously kicks Whiplash's butt and crushes the arc reactor his ass gets hauled off to prison
0: for the record the reason why he's got the arc reactor is because it was joint created by
1: his dad and, and Howard the, Stark yeah, yeah. got that so Tony goes and visits him in the prison and then there's a cool scene where he gets you know pulled out of prison by Mr
2: Hammer I feel you're missing an important part of the scene here which is when he's getting dragged away from the race course by the police and his shoes come off that people is a reason why you need to tie your laces properly, which he doesn't do at any point during this film. If he'd have had his laces tied properly, he wouldn't have lost them when he was getting dragged off by the police. And if he had his laces tied properly, when Justin Hammer tells his mates to pull his shoes off and take his bird as well, he wouldn't have lost his shoes then. Tie your friggin' shoot laces, children.
0: Yeah, what did he say? Do you want a cock or two? Just, just the one. Wow! He didn't say that.
1: Wow! You too. He, just... he
0: might have had Crocs on. I hate Crocs.
1: I know you hate Crocs. Mark hates feet,
0: so that's I'm surprised he picked. Yeah, but that who one likes of... feet? I mean, obviously yeah. I don't mind mine. Otherwise I'd fall over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there are people on uh, certain websites where people can pay. I'm not talking dodgy websites. There's a site called Fiverr where you can more or less get anything for a Fiverr. It, lots of business people use it for stuff. You can actually get people to send pictures of the feet for the fiver. You do realise we're giving them
0: free advertisements. If if you'd like <laughs> to
2: sponsor the show, it's the Two Mags. <laughs> For more than a fiver. <laughs> or if you'd like a picture of my feet, I will charge a fiver.
1: Oh. <laughs> mm, they won't
2: send it back. <laughs> not <It's> your feet. It's <laughs> a <laughs> fiver. I'm keeping the fiver. It's non-refundable. But
1: it is cool. But bit. my
2: feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're not that cool. I'm very hairy.
1: <laughs> I'm going back to the Hobbit discussion we had two weeks ago.
0: I'm having deja vu of, like, a, a proper ingrown toenail. <laughs> 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 I don't have an ingoing toenails just for the record. <laughs> like maybe, like smashed in <laughs> toenails. <laughs> <laughs> from working, from walking too long, like you're like marathon runners. Yeah. All oh, the toenails are ruined, and the feet are just flopping oh, around.
2: Mate, oh, in our football WhatsApp group, people when they've had the toes trodden on, they've ended up with a black and blue toenail. And they, for some reason, they feel they need to tell the whole group. And you get these pictures of people's feet, and there's toes pointing in all directions, and toenails that haven't been maintained for about twenty years. Yeah. It's not a sight you want to see.
1: Pedicures is the answer.
2: It is. What's the name of my autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, going back to the prisons scene
1: <laughs> he gets busted out by mr hammer mc yeah mc hammer and that's where those two form an allegiance or an alliance whatever you want to call it
0: stop hammer time <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that All right
1: <laughs> he's so short we d- like we d- yeah
2: they are so few and far between we do have to make <laughs> I like, it'll be good ones <laughs> uh, Now, the first scene when Ivan first meets Justin Hammer Does this make you want to have ice cream?
0: I love ice cream, yeah I do think that was a nice scene
2: I'm sure I've mentioned this before There are key points in certain films Where I just really want certain foods And I've mentioned this before In The Bodyguard, it's Easy. <laughs> 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 I don't even know why I think Carrot? It, okay. In a, sandwich, <laughs> Carrot, I in a sandwich Thank you Hook, fried chicken <laughs> Yum. And in this one, it's... Ice yeah, cream. Ice cream and those galosh. fruit juices. I
1: forgot about that. To, yeah. No, it didn't make me want to eat ice cream. It wasn't... Not as much as the burger reference from Iron Man 1.
2: Yeah, and the burger from Iron Man 1, yes.
1: That did make me want to have a burger, but this didn't make me want to have ice five cream. Five, guys. Oh, not not sponsor
0: either. Not again. Come on, guys. Yeah. Not again. Not after our last five. No. But, but it's a gift that keeps on giving
1: yeah so what we we saying allegiance <laughs> alliance what? between
0: justin hammer and, and ivan Wh- yeah
1: that's good how that starts off and then how that story kind of yeah because he's a tinkerer evolves.
0: he's basically is the tony stark counterpoint
1: of course yeah yeah i like that he's that intelligent and he's yeah. taken as tony did from howard stark from his dad too
0: and that's why they purposely made the mark one suit for iron man one look like the skeleton for his whiplash suit yeah of
1: course call them drone machines is that the right reference that what he late,
2: makes
0: later on yeah yeah the kind of like drones aren't they they're not manned vehicles right now are they no after that guy's spinal injury
2: can i just pick up again on another flaw in this film go on when tony calls in to speak with ivan in the prison cell and he's critiquing the design of the arc that he's built and he's talking about like the rate per seconds being too late. he's basically giving the guy all the information he needs to do a better version if or when he eventually gets out out. He's telling Ivan this in the prison, he's going, oh, you did a good job there, you nearly killed me, didn't you, with that arc that you built? The RPM was a bit low, and if you'd had built it with this, it'd have probably been a lot better. So Tony's trying to be a smart ass whilst essentially giving solutions to the problems that Ivan was facing with the first build, mm. so we can make another one, which is better. And in fact, he actually says that in the big fight at the end, doesn't he? Egypt. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway. I agree. No, it's true, but then I suppose, it's like what I say about the villains,
0: villains always give a monologue, instead of just killing someone straight away in the face, they spend two minutes telling them the whole plan and then the people escape so they know the plan whereas if it was me I'd just shoot them in the head not say a single thing
2: how much time do you think has elapsed from when Ivan starts working for Justin Hammer to the presentation because if Ivan's working on his own he's a bit of a grafter isn't he because
0: yeah
1: there's tons
2: there's tons of work he's put in to get ARC reactors in all of those drones five
1: sets of army people navy and marines and all that kind of stuff
2: if it's the deadlines
0: I work to it's about a day (laughs) (laughs) from start to Finish and die easily, is not it? You know, he, he's building. He's building all this on his own, isn't he? I'm building him right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I lost concept of time with that actually, because you don't really understand how long that's taken him to do it.
0: Yeah, I think you just have to dispel belief, don't you? Taken a while. Well,
1: to be honest, it was a bit of a surprise that what, he. Date was
2: turned... the Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
2: oh. <laughs> Now,
1: when Hammer was playing golf, it looked like Whiplash hadn't done anything, and then a couple of scenes later, he's at the expo with all of those machines.
2: And let's not forget, he also builds a suit for himself. Plus, he's a new whip. Plus, programs it all to kill to actually do what he wants. I
1: mean, he's smart.
2: If you want a job, Ivan, give me a shout, right? Because I've got loads of work. You could get through my entire to-do list in a day, going by the volume of stuff you got done in this. Film. yeah he must have had like robots
0: building the outer skeletons of the but
1: you the... don't see any of that in the
0: well, maybe it's just you labs. kind of have to just assume he couldn't have tinkered all them himself
2: he needed an 18 montage didn't it a macgyver a blowtorch maybe you know he
0: had a hand machine
1: <laughs> like
2: tony has <laughs> he wouldn't have got any of them done justin hammer would have
0: attended. <laughs> And there'd just be like an arm on a bench. And he's like, What have you done With there? Steam's coming off the arm. Yeah. What have you built? Nothing but I've had a lovely afternoon. <laughs> I've finished off the ice cream. You're going to need to get some more vanilla because it cooled me down. My crotch is on fire. <laughs> not the clap, but anyway. Basically, yeah. I'm going to say there was a couple of weeks went by. Depends on the date. If it's September, was when the expo thing was on. Probably a couple of weeks from that, before that.
1: Cool. Can we talk about Colson?
0: No. No. Yeah. <laughs> You love Coulson,
2: don't you?
1: All right, can we talk about the fact that, because we've missed this, Rhodey steals the suit and then...
0: Oh, I
2: see. Oh, no, we, we can talk about Coulson. We were only joking. Okay. Would you like to talk about Coulson first or Rhodey stealing the suit?
1: Coulson. I did miss him until this point. He had more to do in Iron Man 1, but it was nice to see his little face. I do still love him. He's still going to be very high on my list, even though we didn't have a lot of air time.
2: He was a bit of a puppy on the lead in this one, though. It doesn't matter. He was the representative shield in yeah. Iron Man 1, whereas in this one, he's just... Fury's bitch. When
0: you've got a film with a lot of characters that need a certain amount of airtime, time, not going into the spoilers of like, some Avengers and other films but when you've got the last one with like 30 people trying to allow enough screen time for these people and not lose who they are. We've had that happen in films where they're not on for that long and you're like I don't even know who they are. Whereas with Marvel we do know who they are so it's okay if you don't see them front and centre. Yeah, because he had
1: enough airtime yeah, time the first.
0: He's kind of a pick up and play character. You'll pop in and then you won't see him and but you'll know he's been Around.
1: And it's like Nick Fury. We saw a lot of him in Captain Marvel. Not a lot of him here. I did miss him in the last Captain America, uh, Captain, uh, Iron shit.
0: Captain Iron Man. Captain, <laughs> Captain
1: Iron Man.
2: Captain. Captain Iron Man. The Hulk. The yeah. yeah. Incredible Captain the Iron Man. Hulk. <laughs> Iron
1: Man. I did miss him in Iron Man. So the fact that we saw him a little bit in this one was good, but he didn't play a massive part. He was shit. Uh, Nick Fury. No, Coulson. Oh, I'm talking about Nick Fury oh, now. Well,
2: I'm talking about Coulson being shit. <laughs>
1: No, i mean he's not he only shit. had one job he,
2: he had one job to do which is to make sure that tony stark didn't leave the house and, and what did tony did. stark do? he left
0: he didn't just leave the house, <laughs> he, he, leave the house.
2: he bought so, strawberries and <laughs> managed to go to the office talk to a load of people and drive home again and nobody knew <laughs> before Coulson realized he, he was missing oh you, you popped out didn't you oh, gee, way up.
1: <laughs> maybe he let him pop out did you think about that the way that he, like, Are we talking about him getting in the Marvel? suit again?
2: Or? That's
0: huh? what happened. He basically said to Iron Man, I think you need to get strawberries. Where's that suit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wanted some quiet time. <laughs> anyway, you take your time, Tony.
2: Where's the remote for the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. What does that button do? Oh,
1: that's a treat. I can sense the mood in the room today, by the way.
2: (laughs) But he doesn't when Tony has basically demolished the entire house without Coulson realising it. And he comes in going, I believe you may have left the house. And Tony went, yeah. (laughs) What
0: are you going to do about it? What
2: are you going to do? Yes. we still love him. We do love Coulson, but he wasn't very good at his job in this film he's in my humble character. opinion Agreed. but you mentioned Nick Fury I
1: did not mention Nick Fury he wasn't in it as much either but played the it was role. called
2: Iron Man you say that's why this is the first time we see him I know we've seen him in Captain Marvel but he was a very different character to the one we see in this film he's more rugged
1: and rough yes, in this
0: film very different that, you benefit in a way because you're seeing a different type of Nick Fury
2: we haven't seen the Nick Fury you saw at this point yeah. had we
0: it's an earlier version of Nick Fury based on a film that's one of the later films of the phases so we're seeing the latter part of Nick Fury a grizzled worn
2: we got to know Nick Fury first time round as the grizzled one yeah. and saw him later on as the wet behind the ears happy-go-lucky guy whereas you've seen the happy-go-lucky guy first and, and the mod result evolution. one. Yeah, yeah and his evolution and I think I mean, this is my Nick Fury I like
1: oh he's lovely yeah, this yeah he's Nick Fury. he's
2: witty but sharp like he's razor sharp, sharp. Yeah. and he cuts Tony down to the knees multiple times
0: and Samuel Jackson is a really good actor as well love him
2: do you want to talk about Roddy stealing the suit now
0: Roddy
1: steals the suit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he yeah. doesn't
2: steal the suit no but really.
1: he, he go well yeah he if, does what? didn't Tony Stark say I need the suit back and then he's like nah I'm he keeping did. it nah yeah,
2: but go on Mike's going to pull up on the thing that I was going to pull up I'll let you be no, the father no, dick no, no no I insist go on I think it's implied that the suit really was going to be given to him because the protocols yeah so Tony Stark has override protocols that stops anyone from using the suit right which except is- for Rhodey and I suspect Pepper Potts would have probably also have had the means to use the suit so based on what he was doing when he dies Pepper and Rhodey will be able to use the suits, whereas no one else could. So the fact that he's taken the suit was actually probably a premature taking of the suit.
0: Yeah, the thing he shouldn't have done is taking it straight to the
2: government for them to enhance it.
1: Well, that's the point, yeah.
2: Oh, you didn't make that point. Well, that's what I meant. But in fairness, he did take it on the back of Tony Stark being a right royal bellend. Bain in the ass,
1: yeah. Was
2: that when he was eating donuts? donut inside part. a donut? Well, no, it was before, before that. that. It was when he was blowing up Shit, glass bottles when people uh, were around. The- yeah, having a party. Yeah. Because that wasn't a very wise thing. Alcohol firing what is essentially a laser gun People. and glass blowing up above people's heads yeah I have one of
0: those I've been many a time in called repulsive <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's all I had on that Okay. <laughs> Technically, there is protocols in place for him to do that because you never know, in addition to Tony dying, there may be a scenario, which just so happens, this film provides the proof of where he will need assistance. There's another reason in relation to Pepper Potts that I can't tell you because you don't know it's happened yet, where exactly the same protocols would exist for Pepper Potts.
1: It just shows the strength of Rhodey that he was willing to take the suit and take it to the army and just be a bit standalone.
0: Yeah, well, yeah It goes I, back to what Mark said. Yeah, I don't feel
2: that other Rhodey would have done that.
0: No, no. what Mark? what we were saying earlier about the fact that he is his own person and yeah. will check him he's taken the suit because he has a responsibility to his job yeah. the government he's had it upgraded to become war machine yeah
2: that fight scene was good down was between tony and Rody where they're smashing dumbbells over each other's head
0: but who the
1: hell was going to win that anyway
2: i'm always a little bit confused about this suit thing so they smash themselves over the head with a dumbbell and then they fall over like you've been smashed over the head with a dumbbell but almost instantly the fine again doing some more fighting so does it hurt or does it not hurt how much does it hurt when you get smashed over the head?
0: I imagine it'd be like getting hit driving a car.
2: On the basis that someone ploughed into the back of me yesterday in the car I can categorically state that if someone did that to me I wouldn't be up and fighting straight away again. Maybe what it's like, like
0: a pillow fight then. Jars you but you can carry on
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking of Roddy and Tony and Jim With Jams bouncing on the bed having a pillow fight <laughs> Maybe that's what
0: it's well, like if they can no, jump up you quick, joke quick. about that but they are literally hitting each other with things that would kill a human and are still mates at the end of it yeah you have the pillow fights or blow off steam don't you yeah and, and at the end would. of it you're all right you just so hug it out Tony's probably going through an existential crisis because he's realised the responsibility thing with great power comes great responsibility he's told the world because of his hubris that he's Iron Man Ooh,
2: nice word isn't
0: it just rolls off the tongue like <laughs> Um he's told the world he's Iron Man so now he's realised okay that comes with the responsibility that every single time there's a problem I'm going to have to be either creating technology to solve it or deal with it because at this point in time as far as he's concerned he knows about Captain America because of what his dad's worked on and he'll know about other stuff we know from his computer that there's loads of stuff he knows about he knows about later. the shit
2: incredible Hulk
0: he knows about everybody he knows about stuff that you don't even know that Marvel doesn't even know that's how much he knows wow you don't know what he doesn't know that's does how much.
1: anybody not
0: I know uh-huh. he's obviously having a moment which is why he's drinking and having parties and being the play boy just eating a doughnut inside a doughnut. Pretty cool. Brody says, check yourself before you wreck yourself.
2: I'm not sure I'd be able to eat the donut in the suit because you get sugar and shit all over your suit and you'd have to <laughs> clean it, wouldn't you? I think in that scene, though,
0: his suit's also giving him a
2: because <laughs> He just doesn't care. You'd have to polish it and everything, wouldn't you, afterwards? not <laughs> so much about you, because you follow. couldn't just use a Kleenex, because it leaves smear marks on the metal, so you'd have to get like a proper metal polish out to buff out the, the do you have one of those like buffers? I'd have one in the pocket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you that OCD? He is. You were quite quick there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> I think the fact that that's what I honed in on from that scene probably answers it the question. To it, yeah. well, okay. But yeah, you know,
1: no. that wouldn't be my worry. My worry would be like I'm eating donuts in a suit that's metal. I'm how, diabetic. how am I going well, to <laughs> expand in this?
2: suit?
0: I'm going to expand this. I think
2: I already am
1: barely, As the belly expands from all the donuts.
2: And imagine the chafing because every time you bite into the donut, the sugar will go down the neck of the suit and then oh, obviously, yeah. yeah, you get the sugar How in the, the hell
1: do you eat donuts like this? <laughs>
2: Well, that's why I have a beard because the sugar gets caught in the beard, and
1: if you need a snack later, yeah,
2: uh, that's why I have a beard because that's all sugar. <laughs> but without a beard, I need a bib <laughs> or a bigger mouth. That reminds Which... me
1: of the twits. That's what oh, Mr. Twits. Twit. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's interesting.
1: Well, Old Mark
2: yeah. <laughs> Right, what are we talking about next? <laughs>
1: we are talking about the cityscape and how he picks it up once he's been in pepper's office so he's gone to pepper's office picked up those pieces of wood that had landscape on it and then he's taken that back to his lab and transformed it with jarvis into this 3d tech thing and then realizes that that's the key to making the new element right the secret hidden love it yeah. that is brilliant like the technology brown, in that yeah oh yeah defo that is superb that <laughs> isn't
2: it absolutely
1: i loved it if only we all had technology like that yeah that's it
2: what do you think
0: (laughs) i agree entirely that we all wish we had that technology
2: what technology are we talking about
0: so the cityscape was the expo wasn't it and yeah. essentially takes all of it apart doesn't he and inside one of the housing of the miniaturised buildings is the key to unlocking the because he thing. starts
1: to get rid of
0: certain elements from that board I'd have he? got
2: rid of the wrong elements and I'd <laughs> with just some random stuff
0: basically what he does is he gets the massive rip off of the Epcot centre pulls it open so you've got the huge golf ball and then he gets rid of all the bits he doesn't need what he's left with is vibranium which already exists so he says thanks dad i spent weeks doing that Ivan Vancoe's made 14 suits of armour while I've been titting around with an element that already exists in Wakanda which I know exists if I look at my map Duh.
2: I know yeah but they don't know Wakanda exists do they? oh yes uh, okay
1: okay so that happened and then <laughs> <laughs> we we'll go back to the expo and the army thing oh are
2: you missing hang on a minute we're weaponising the suit aren't we we've done that haven't we didn't no didn't it actually in?
1: that was a decent scene because it was funny when Hammer pulls out all those weapons and then the last one that he pulls out is this teeny tiny thing that apparently is supposed to be the most powerful and then ends up not being the most powerful when it shot out of Rodie's suit
2: well where he failed was he wasn't thrown in the iced glass cooler things that yeah. Tony does in the first that's yeah. the deal closer isn't it
0: yeah <laughs> So come on, Typhoid Mary, tell me, <laughs> t- tell me more. Tell me more of your exciting notes that are not in chronological order. I
1: don't know where Mark is on my note now.
0: Where are you on your notes? I mind where Mark is on your notes. Where are you I'm on just, your notes? I'm
2: just picking up the bits of your notes you missed. So going back to the expo with Arnie Hammer. Arnie
0: Hammer. <laughs> Arnie Hammer. That's toothpaste, isn't
2: it? Probably a sponsor. Isn't Arnie Hammer He's the actor. actor? He is an actor, yeah. This is your dance scene, isn't it? He's introducing all the drones. <laughs> Wow. <coughs> I've not been vaccinated
0: as well <laughs> Now it's the testing time <laughs> I've put a big red mark on the door <laughs> You've just been to an expo as well <laughs> And all I'm going to say If the R level increases in Liverpool <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> it's upsetting isn't it your notes? got
1: to laugh at it. <laughs> I don't know why Anyway where are we up to? <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah. <laughs> Hammer in the Expo.
1: Hardy Hammer. Arnie Hammer.
2: <laughs> uh, I wish all my shit jokes were this.
0: When you laugh at them yourself, they last forever, don't they?
2: Just... Yeah, someone else is laughing at me shit joke. It wasn't even a shit joke. It was just me making a right royal foible.
0: Yeah. Any in your own time, I, f- I finish eight. <laughs> right the
1: can't even.
0: This show was only 40 minutes. It's got like an hour of laughing. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Two Mark's Presents star crying into their microphone.
2: This is the big fight scene at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everybody dies Tell me what have you got in Ishtar's notes Well Ishtar says that Hammer goes to the expo With his drone army And they look amazing Do you think so Ishtar No I'm reading reading her notes
1: They do look amazing He's got five of every type of army person
2: Yeah they've even gone for the colour coded camo look
0: Yeah well they're prototypes aren't they To sell to the government So he's put them in the right army colours To try and show off Like when you saw Tony Stark in the first film Yeah And he just did that And the whole mountains Blew up that type of thing, he's trying to show off. There's a certain je ne sais quoi about Tony Stark and Justin Hammer. I need think... to blow your nose. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I was happy with you playing with your snot for 10 more minutes. I was reminded of Play Doh. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I've <can't breathe. laughs> heard that before.
2: Right. We've got the colour coordinated drone mm. f- big fight scene. Was it good final third act scene?
1: Yeah, it was. Although I was a little bit disappointed with how Big Bad gets killed in the end because I feel like that was a bit half-ass. It's just the war machine and Iron Man putting hands together and then blast and then he's on the floor and then all that shit just blows up. That's a bit boring way to kill a buddy. He
2: wipes out Morsum just by flying through that globe thing, didn't he? Yeah. That was an easy way to remove a load of potentially issues
0: Mm. it was a nice fight scene i think it was over too fast they could have done a bit more yeah
2: the fight scene with ivan and tony didn't last very long at all did it no
0: no and i think that's the problem as well isn't it is that if you've got a particular runtime that you need to have you don't know what bits get cut out and if you have too many villains so you've got all those robots to kill and then the big bad something has to be sacrificed doesn't it so i think they got dispatched pretty quickly that the robots and then the fight i mean to be fair isn't he fighting under a waterfall anyone knows if you throw a toaster into a bath Not gonna go well, is it? Plus
2: Tony's got the upgraded power source at this point, so the art reactor that Mm. Ivan's using is pretty much like your mobile phone against my mobile phone.
0: Yeah. It would take a bullet, mine, you would die. true story
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah could have done more with that fight scene it was decent though
2: well the flip side one was of course Natasha getting into the hammer unit with Happy mm. and Happy's obviously beating on one fella and Natasha's just garroting Brilliant. everyone
1: there's like seven on the floor by the end of the fact that he's just done one so yeah she takes on five guys
2: now they never tell us this dude. <laughs> they never tell us this in the films but from the comic books didn't you say that she's had some of the super serum
0: yeah one of the worst kept secrets ever the Black Widow Nose gets the serum. Hydra gets the serum. Everyone gets the serum. The government I think I had so. some on
2: my porridge this morning. It's
0: everywhere. She has enough to be able to take a good kick in. She hasn't got... Well,
2: she's not green for a start. The muscles aren't quite as big as caps.
0: thing is, is, she's only had a little bit of it. She could probably heal a bit quicker or she could take a punch that would probably break all our ribs. So she's not really superhuman
1: or superhero. She's just trained to be yeah. a very good warrior. Yeah, she's been
0: trained to be a weapon. Yeah. The same as Wolverine has been trained by the government to be a weapon. Deadpool Agent X Lady Deathstrike has been trained they're all trained to be killers no but
1: not Deadpool though but that's separate did get some weird shit inside of him
0: yeah but he was trained to be a killer the fact that he's had a bit of a alleged reaction to it but what I'm saying is they didn't just happen to be going to work and work as an office manager and find that they've happened to have the serum it's either been injected into them against their will or they've been indoctrinated into a secret society or organisation for it to be a game changer for when they go into the field Black Widow as an individual killer Femme Fatale she needs to have the best train ever and that's what she is but now because of what we now know from the film it all fits in it's a shame that's the order of how they've come out because I think that may have answered the question but then it would have spoiled it I suppose mm. sometimes if you tell someone too much about the
2: person you lose I mean I didn't know any of this about Natasha and to be honest I didn't really care I've just always assumed she was just dead good at fighting and, and never know. asked any questions beyond that
0: you wouldn't if you been battering you would you? no it's Like, yeah you can have it love it's fine Yeah.
1: You, you like that widow anyway don't you?
2: yeah she could batter me any Thank <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> bathroom round the ring
2: <laughs> uh, Tony gets me pepper at long last
0: <laughs> it was alluded to wasn't it did you not pick up the vibes on that yeah you? I picked up, up the vibes
2: one. how many TV programs we watched where will they will these are dragged out for years on end
0: how many times did you tune in to watch it remember the Kenko coffee where he's went hi uh, oh, I've just moved the next door have you got a cup of sugar
2: this was the end of the second film and if they're what two two and a half hours so you're talking four five hours worth of film and we've only just got to the big smoochy smoochy
0: well you either work very fast in fire hours.
2: Five hours of film, not five hours of real time. They must time. have
0: known each other for a while, though, mustn't
2: they? No, I know, but my... <laughs> You're missing my point here.
1: No, but it's nice that within movie two, you get to see that what they had alluded to... That's what was my built point. All oh,
2: okay. I didn't want to find at the end of three, yeah. they're yeah. still going, oh, will they, won't they? Because yeah. there's obviously this unrequited love,
0: love. between them. There's a lot going on. If you think about how the character development is, because that's the problem with most films is, well, the character didn't do anything, didn't move from the first one. You've got that going on. You've got these new villains. You've got Tony Stark, where he is now. You've got a second character, Rhodey, now his alter ego, War Machine, and how that character develops moving forward there's a lot of moving parts and then you've also got to keep people entertained with the humor and justin hammond hammond Hamming eggs a bit of pepper on there as well justin hammer he's obviously now a character from the comics but also in the universe and we'll be seeing him again soon
2: you mentioned about the comedy it's always good for marvel ish where they're having this romantic smoochy smoochy scene but still managed to throw in a little bit of comedy with Roddy having been sat there for the entirety of the
1: when they're on the roof at the end the
2: moment yeah Yeah,
1: it was yeah i did mention that in my notes it was Nice. You
2: didn't say it, did you? So Hang I've, on a had, I've essentially stolen that from your notes.
0: <laughs> and also from your mind because I haven't got ESP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just read your notes. For the, the benefit time. of
2: the people listening to the podcast, Mike was just red ish. My mind. mind. Dangerous.
1: Yeah. Yes. The humour was top notch as always and it made it very enjoyable. That was a good little bit.
2: Would you make Tony an Avenger?
0: Yes, I would. Because he's buying you everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, but genuinely, when he's not feeling like he's dying, he's on the right path.
0: To be fair, he's a pretty good specimen of man if he's able to do all the things he does and also be dying.
1: Yeah, you know, we've talked about intellect. I think it's good to have a smart person on your team. Anyway,
2: why do you look at me then? (laughs) Am I the weak link in this team? The the first to go. He's like.
1: I was alluding to you being the smart one uh, you yeah, well, say neither, yeah, ne-
2: <laughs> neither of us believed that for a split second <laughs> nobody vocalised <laughs> that let them just look to me in a condescending manner <laughs> he knows yeah. Yeah, so in well fact would. if you'd have been sat closer you'd have probably patted me on the head
1: would you want him in the Avengers
0: in your Avengers who me Yeah. Oh, massively I think he's great right. yeah he's got Isn't all the gizmos he? and gadgets well, he'd yeah. be making me proper good suits
2: I'd be well asking for one of them phones I'd want to have a drive in his car I'd probably have loads of business ideas I'd need him to invest in. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't need the drone would you? You'd have those ones that's Ivan Banco's got. Yeah, he's the mate with all the answers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He makes better suits than the other guy, Phil.
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what about the end credit in,
0: yes what If you end. you introduce
2: the end credit
1: right so <laughs> because of all the that film,
0: now, he's become you I don't
2: know the, I need the to the stop looking ends. at your notes
1: the film ends and then we have end credits woo yeah, which is Coulson <laughs> had disappeared earlier in the film to go to New Mexico based on Nick Fury asking him to do so so we lose Coulson for a large part of the film and then he rocks up in a car with the registration of enchantment new enchantment or something I saw that on the reg anyway might not have been anything, but I noted it. And he's in New Mexico, and he's saying that they found a crater. And what's in the crater? Bloody Thor's Hammer. Boom. What's it called? I don't know. Oh, Do uh, I, am I supposed to know?
2: Milmir or is it Ragnarok? Ragnarok's the end. is the other one, isn't it? Mimew.
0: mimi, Emu? Up until Mark destroyed what was in my mind, right, like an earworm, I did know what it was called. He just looked that up. Moln- Molnir now But because he's gone Me, 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 ma E, ma, me, ma, me, ma I haven't got a clue What it's called now So I'm going to go mol- Molnir But it now sounds shit
1: It does sound shit Because
0: he's ruined it there With his, with his 15 words a minute
1: not, it's not that anyone cares at this point anyway, it's just the fact that it's...
2: Well, this feels quite satisfying because this end credit actually leads on to the next film we're going to be watching, which indeed was the next film that we were going to be watching in the original release. So
1: I'm dead excited about that.
2: The end credits, I don't know whether this is going to continue, I hope so.
1: Well, you were saying that, that as we went along, that the end credits would make more sense, and the last two have now made complete sense in this one as well.
0: As time's gone on, the films that were coming out don't always relate to a specific time frame. So, they have to follow an order anyway. Yeah. The ones that now are creating backstory to characters have moved the time around. Yeah. So, it's very exciting. That's quite good, isn't it?
1: What a brilliant and credit.
2: Should we go through the Easter eggs? We still need to rate this film and see whether any of the characters are either added to or make our top 10 Marvel characters.
0: Do it. Okay, so I'll be as quick as possible. I'll just go through the many cameos that were in the film. Stanley, Tony mistakes him for Larry King. Seth Green, people know him from Family Guy. Larry Ellison, co-founder of Oracle Corporation, has a cameo at the Stark Expo. Jon Favreau, has already mentioned, who plays Happy Hogan. Elon Musk has mentioned. Christine Everhart from Vanity Fair is the same lady who slept with Tony Stark in Iron Man 1. DJ AM does Tony's birthday and this film is dedicated to his memory. He died of a drug overdose. You get to see Tony working in his workshop and uses the shield to slide under the coils to make vibranium. The cockatoo was Mickey Rourke's idea because he didn't want his villain to be one-dimensional. That was something he came up with for his part in the film. Another theme that runs through with Tony Stark is AC/DC. the music tends to follow that and you'll see he's wearing like Black Sabbath so there's like a heavy rock
2: vibe. In fact, if you look at the DJ at his birthday party's logo it's actually got the ACDC sort of bolt lightning-y thing yeah. in the middle, hasn't it? Yeah, it has.
0: Then, as mentioned before, the parallels between Walt Disney who at the time hadn't acquired Marvel. There's the Epcot Centre. The Ironettes, the girls on stage at the Expo are in fact cheerleaders from the los angeles Chargers cheering squad links to the comics specifically with war machine in the comics the armor was due to tony stark's alcoholism mm. they've updated it we're alluding to his partying behavior but the idea was the mark two was to stop Tony before he did anything he shouldn't justin hammers a variable threat response battle suit which was the original name of the armor in the comics they've called it war machine the other meta reference is when is called as a witness for the senate hearing he says it's me i'm here to so get over it and move on which basically tells the fans and those who have seen the first film, that he's the new Roadie Rhodes. He's here to stay. And I personally think he's good. There's a Hydra link, but unfortunately, due to the fact that you haven't seen any other films, I can't really mention that right now. But on his computer screen in the target map, there are links to, in the news feed, there's broadcast of Hulk's Rampage in Culver City, a Crater showing Molnir, not Moo Moo, Ma Ma, Mimu, Mimi. And then displayed on the map, you can see Captain America, Black Panther there's an area which could relate to where Red Skull is or in fact Union Jack, which we haven't seen yet. We also see Atlantis and so Namor is going to be another character that was alluded to in this film and will be in Wakanda forever. Then there's a reference to Wakanda. Obviously we now know because the Black Panther's out they already knew 10 years ago that they were going to do these things. Then at the end there's a reference to Thor's hammer. The other thing that is on Tony Stark's watch which is a wonderful easter egg on his watch next to the S.H.I.E.L.D. app is the Illuminati. No way! The Illuminati in the comics is a secret society that consisted of Professor X, Doctor Strange, Mr Fantastic and Black Bolt also had Iron Man and they had an alliance.
2: Sorry Mark, Ishtar's trying to read my top ten list before I've released it so she's not even listening to your amazing facts. She's too busy trying to cheat. Wow. I know. Continue um, please sir, I'm listening. The only other thing, there's a link
0: to a new show that's coming to Marvel in maybe 2022 called Armor Wars. It's going to have Roadie Rhodes It's going to have Justin Hammer in it. It may have a cameo from Pepper Potts, may also have Happy
2: Hogan. I'd love to see how they're going to get Gwyneth Paltrow back into these Marvel movies, given how little of a shit she actually gives to the thing. Yeah, I suppose. Money.
0: Basically, she's on her phone talking to a lawyer who is called Bert, and in the comics, he's the lawyer who works for Stark Enterprises in the Armour Wars storyline. That is it for these threads. Well, well done, Mr.
2: Latham. So we've come to my favourite part of the show, which is rating the movie and then deciding whether or not to add any of the characters from this film into our top 10. We're giving each film a score out of 10 which will help us ultimately at the end of the 25 movie marathon we will have a comprehensive list of our favourite Marvel movies and we are also going to have our top 10 favourite characters. Now we can add whoever we want into those and we are allowed to move them around but only if they've been in the film that we're watching. For example we may have Captain America at number 3 but by the time we see Captain America 2 he might have moved down to number eight or nine in the list. You will then, join Captain America 2, have a chance to reassess where he may or may not go. But you can't just, obviously, an Iron Man go, oh, I think I'm going to move Captain America up because he's not in the film. With that in mind, let's start with you today, Latham. I'm going to leave Ishtar till the end so that she's given a score based on our superior knowledge.
1: (laughs) That's fair, to be honest.
2: Well, you always go first, so I thought it'd be nice for you to be able to go last this time because you might well change your mind in between.
1: Well, I've made my notes on why I like the film and my score, but let's see if that changes. Go ahead.
2: Start with your score out of 10 for the film and why. 8 out of 10. Okay, let's run through this. Your Iron Man is 9 out of 10. Captain Marvel's 8 out of 10. Captain America First Avenger's 7 out of 10. And Hulk is 6 out of 10. You're giving it 8 out of 10, but is that above or below Captain Marvel? It's above. Iron Man 2's going in second.
0: Yeah. Yes, because it's the law of diminishing returns. Although it was very good, I don't think it was as strong as the opener for Iron Man. Tempted to give it a nine, and I think based on the fight scene and how they dispatched Ivan Vanko. Yes.
2: Why is it better than Captain Marvel? Given you've given them both eight out of ten, because you have put Iron Man above Captain Marvel.
0: Captain Marvel is too powerful and is outside the realms of being real. Apart from the fact we know she's an alien, so arguably he's not real. But it would take a lot to kill her. There's a difference between being powerful because you've been given powers or powerful because. You've got the money to build equipment or technology to make you powerful. I always like the people who have been able to attain it through being clever mm. and being financially able to do it rather than just being given. I've been bitten by a spider. Whoopee do, you now got powers. I think they're more powerful because they're relatable to people, even though they're billionaires, if that makes sense. No, it does. And also, I would imagine he's got an arrogance. She's proper arrogant. Like, proper arrogant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, you wouldn't argue with her because she'd punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's why. Okay. And I imagine there'll be a a sliding scale as time goes on if we have more 8. That was the reason for that.
2: Right, so shall I go with mine first? Yeah. Are you happy with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give this 7 out of 10.
1: Wow!
2: I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, but, yeah, giving Iron Man 9 out of 10, I gave Captain America First Avenger 8 out of 10. I don't think this film is as good as Captain America First Avenger, so I couldn't give it the same score. Captain Marvel I gave 7 out of 10, and Hulk I gave 4 out of 10, so for me, it's better than Captain Marvel but not better than Captain America First Avenger which is why it fits in there. It's funny. I love the characters, but I think Ivan Vanko is a bit meh for me. He's not really in it enough. The stuff he does is a bit meh, and even his death scene isn't all that spectacular whereas everything else around that is really quite good. So, I had to mark it down for that. Ish. What about you?
1: Okay. Iron Man 1 was 9 out of 10. Captain America was 7 out of 10. Captain Marvel was 6 out of 10 and Hulk was 1 out of 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: right. On
1: that basis, Iron Man 2 is going in at 8 out of 10.
2: Oh, so it's going in second.
1: Second, only because I think Obi was slightly better character than Whiplash. However, I am more invested in the characters on this one now, which is a nice thing. And I like the fact that there was a continuation. The tech is just getting better and better. The graphics were good. We got a bit more of an intro into some of the good characters. The end credit was brilliant. So I do believe that it was better than... Captain America but simply because the baddie was not as good as the first baddie it's getting an 8
2: you are wrong about the Captain America thing but I have just changed my score from a 7 to an 8 because you did make a very valid point that the characters are evolved and the characters we saw in the first one are I'm now more emotionally vested in, plus have a couple of extras that I really like and actually I'd ignored that point so it's still not better than Captain America so it's still sitting in at 3 but I have just added it to the 8 out of 10 gang <laughs> very well I thank you the top 10 characters do we want to go around in the same order as before or Ish would you like to go first
1: no I want to hear Latham's
2: oh god here we go go on Latham <laughs> do you want to read out your top 10 first Iron Man is 1
0: Talos is 2 Red Skull is 3 Bucky Barnes 4 Captain America 5 Agent Carter 6 Ronan the Accuser 7 Lumination 8 and I think mine's changed then from what I've got
2: so. 9 Thunderbolt Ross yes and 10 Pepper Potts
0: ok so Pepper Potts is going oh and in there is Ripple What? Surprised?
2: I am because I didn't think she's he
0: was
1: jibbed off your list completely. Well, yeah. she's
2: moved
0: down. She might go back in. Can she go back in?
2: She can go back in. Which well, she can go back in when you watch a film with her in. So oh, yeah,
1: okay, loads of times. And nobody else is on your list. then? No, that's it. Just Whiplash.
2: So you only added in Whiplash into the ten. Wow. Okay. Ish. No, Do you no, want go on. to
1: go next? No, no. Go on, Mark.
2: Okay. I have a massive overhaul. Unlike Latham, I've just completely gone in with everyone. Number one's Captain America. Number two is Iron Man, which was as is uh, prior to this film. After that, I've just completely sales change me top 10 so number three is Black Widow because I just love her I think she's great in this film she plays a great role and I just love her as a character number four is Nick Fury because this is the Nick Fury I first came across and even though he's in it for a short amount of time in that short amount of time he properly sets his status clearly number five is Justin Hammer because I just think he's hilarious every scene he's in he just steals it with the humour that his character provides number six is Pepper Potts she's risen slightly on the list I've I still think she's a good character and the way she puts up with Tony, again, I still feels quite funny. Rhodey comes in at seven. I love this Rhodey and as we've already explained, he's a better counterpoint to Tony Stark. Number eight, Happy, because Happy sort of was, I think about 11 or 12 on my list, but I've moved him up because I am more emotionally invested in Happy and you do see a bit more of him in this. Coulson's dropped quite substantially to nine and he's only on nine because I couldn't really bump anyone else in accordance with our rules. And Talos is 10. So, with that in mind-ish, go on then. Do you want to read out your list?
1: No, you read out my list.
2: Okay, so your existing list is Iron Man 1, Coulson 2, Barnes 3- three, four's Talos, five Pepper Potts, six Obie Stain, <laughs> seven Red Skull, eight Captain America, Christ Alive, nine Nick Fury and ten of Flurkin.
1: Right, Iron Man one. I've still kept Coulson in at number two. Pepper at three. Bucky's still in at four. Talos is at five. Black Widow's at six. Nick Fury's at seven. Obie's at eight. Rhodey's at nine. Whiplash is at ten. That means Red Skull, Captain America, Happy Flurkin. You're going to be in massive dismay that Captain America isn't in my list at all
2: anymore isn't it I mean before my brain properly explodes let's just assess this top 10 so Captain America is now not in the top 10 having seen the first Captain America movie <laughs> Whiplash is in at 10 which means you rate Whiplash better than Captain America what the actual fuck <laughs>
1: because I like baddies more than I like goodies
2: he's not even a good baddie but he's he, in it for about five minutes
1: hey but he, he isn't a bad buddy.
2: and he can't tie you what do you mean he isn't a bad buddy? No, he, he bad was baddie. killing people he's
1: intelligent look at what he can do he can create all those machines in however that many try ways. and kill people
2: that, let's not forget the fact that he slices off the front of a fast moving race car which being is driv- being driven being driven as
1: cool as fuck by the way what's
2: <laughs> oh, that's alright as long as it's cool and yeah. it kills people it's alright uh, Captain, uh, Captain America's 12th
1: I know I mean shit happened <laughs> was
2: it? on your top 10
0: <laughs> your top ten's like a car crash <laughs> Rody is higher up than
2: bloody captain america
1: well this is my very unique view of the marvel world right wow now. <laughs> to be honest i don't really understand why bucky's still so high up in the list but it is what it is <laughs>
2: Because you have no idea how to put a proper list together, that's, that's why. It's becoming
1: very apparent quite quickly, to be honest. Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: It'd be good to know which list people love the most. I'd laugh out loud if it was mine.
2: Yeah, we'll put them on social media and then people can read them, shake their head in disgust and then <coughs> get in touch with us to let us know who is right, me, and who is wrong, you two. Well, you say you two, mostly ishtar. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right, what film are we watching next? Thor. Oh, Oh you thought about that. <laughs> hey. Hey.
1: Yeah, as per Mr. Pollard's lovely infographic. Well
2: you say infographic, A, I pinched pinch off the internet and B, it was wrong. Is wrong. <laughs> so it's about the opposite of what an infographic should be. I didn't
1: have to say that, I was trying to cover
0: for it. Yeah. Well fair, I think we'd already admitted that
2: live on the show we were going, next film we're gonna watch his Diamond Man Two, and then the next film was actually Incredible Hulk. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the only part of that is right is it's a graphic. <laughs>
2: And it was added to it by me.
0: And I don't have a comeback on that
1: one, so okay.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't it's all right, you don't need to come back at it. I'm the one who comes out looking like a dick. <laughs> right. Hopefully you've enjoyed the show. Let us know what your thoughts are. Go check us out on social media. Give us a review. Subscribe to the show. What else am I missing there, Latham?
0: Well, you can check out the others I've already alluded to. We're on Patreon. If you feel that you want to give us some money and you feel this is a value for money, which I think it is personally. I laugh when I'm editing these things. I know you do.
2: You laugh when you're writing your and, notes. Oh,
0: and I have a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of time on my own. It's beautiful. Literally giggling to myself like a loon. Hopefully you enjoy it as much as we do. So, you know, if you want to drop us a few pounds, thousands of pounds, maybe a million, don't know, Tony would totally start to tune in. Oh, comments. If you want a five-star review, leave us five-star, leave some comments. Ask us some questions. Why do you think Ishtar's top 10 every week is shit? <laughs> We're going to be running a poll on that. We will <laughs> we
1: actually run a poll on that. We don't Let's know see.
0: why, do we? We've to like find out what like, Loch Ness Monster. No idea. Just, they're just rubbish every week. Hopefully they'll get better in the next 21 movies. Who knows? No, there was no 20 movies in it. Yeah. Because this is, this I'll is tell episode you, we're, we're starting to get through. We're,
2: we're, yeah. what? we're a fifth of the way through. Yeah,
0: you'll only be 30 by
2: the time.
1: Aw, that's kind of sad, though. What are we going to do when we're going I won't worry more? about it.
2: By the time we get there, there'll yeah. be another 10 movies to get through. You know okay.
0: Eternals is out. Okay.
2: Followed quickly by Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, you do. Realise that that's a thing. Okay. So there's two. There's and we've th-
2: already got Black Widow and Shang Chi to add to that graphic.
1: <laughs> so are we in this forever then?
0: I would say if we Marvel <laughs> chain those films, yeah. <laughs> You'll be here with
2: your Walker. <laughs> and your shit top ten.
0: Yeah, and just you shit your pants while you're there talking about it. Without further ado, that's it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ishtar Ishtar Thank it's you. been great. Today wasn't the day, but it has been great. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lovely time. It wasn't here. <laughs> Thanks for listening. (laughs) Excelsior!
1: Get social at the two marks on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Also check them out on YouTube.